You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IVT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivilevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom, this is Serban Rabbanon, the Hilchis Doke, which we have earmarked as something that is so significant. It's something that spontaneously became ultra-relevant after October 7th, understanding the parameters and significant gamzu. They say about Nochem Ish Gamzu, which is interesting. I don't know how unique that statement is. They say about him, about Nochem Ish Gamzu, that he was blind in both eyes. That he had had his arms amputated. He had his Legs amputated. The whole gufay molishkin. His whole body was full of boils. And the Gemara says that he was in a house that was very, very much uh, in disrepair. And the bed that his body, his torso, seemingly without legs, without hands, just his his head and his his his, his torso and his important organs, they were on a bed. And the bed was besafol and shalmayim. The the bed, the feet of of the bed were all put into basins of water. In order that ants shouldn't crawl up, as you can imagine, he wasn't able to swat the ants off with his hands. His, his bed was once in a in a terrible place. So they said, let's get him out of there. And then we'll get everything else out of the house. First, get rid of, take everything out of the house. I should be the last thing left in the house. That as long as I'm in the house, the house is not going to fall. So they, they followed him. Then they got rid of his bed, not get rid of his bed, they moved him out. Soon as he was moved out of the house, now, that is the Gemara story about what they saw about Nochem Gamzu. And we have a Messiah that Rabbi Akiva studied by Nochem Gamzu for a while as well. So his students came and they asked him, how did you become this way? Now, this is the Omer Lehev. I'm reading you the complete story on page 348 
in the Tzurba, it's edited out what I just read the uh, earlier part. Amr lehev, b'nii ani garamti la'atzmi. I caused this to happen to myself. Shepam achas, ha'yisi mahalach baderech, lebeis chomi. I was once going to my father-in-law. I had three donkeys that were laden with different things. Very organized. So he had three donkey fills of various objects. One was all different types of wines, waters, other sorts of spirits to drink. The other had all different types of perhaps um, meats that were salted and smoked, ready perhaps to be put onto the fire, maybe birds and chickens, and maybe already cooked up kugels, yapchiks and gefilte fish. And the third one was migodim, various sweets and cakes and other fruits and dried fruits that would be after the meal. Obviously a big meal uh, at the father-in-law's house and Nochem was bringing it. And Oni came and he stood in front of me. He said, Rebbe, Rebbe, give me some food. Take care of me. I see you've got a lot. Wait until I'm going to take it down from the donkey. In other words, I, I already have in mind, but let me just take it out and I'll undo the sack. I'll take it out from the, take the sack off of the donkey. I know exactly what to give you. It'll be great. Just wait and wait. I didn't have the chance to undo it and take everything down from the donkey. He died. So I fell on top of him. I put my face on his face. My eyes that didn't have Rachmanus on your eyes. They should become blind. My hands that did not have Rachmanus on your hands, they should be cut off. My feet, but he said, now again, did they uh, was it like Alpines? We know later in the Gemara he seems to have been a Baal Moifis from Nochamish Gamzu. Miraculous things happened to him. If you take the Gemara Kipshutai, it sounds like it wasn't that he he was he was butchered and eviscerated, but somehow he called down some sort of super uh, supernatural uh, surgery methods. And he said, it wasn't enough for me. I wanted 
to actually bring in supernatural boils. My body should be always full of boils. And that's how I became this. Woe is to us that we see you in this way. Oily would be worse. If you didn't see that you have to be so careful about this mitzvah more than any other mitzvah because if you don't do it properly quickly the person who needs it will be dead you can't shalav as we say in Yiddish whatever your cheshben was right you have to be able to be ready to give the stoka every alacrity. Now it says here the Ben Zoyma. So the Beis Yosef already in his Sefer. It's actually in the Sefer Perek He says that it's a mistake in the tour. The tour really wanted to write Ishgamsu. How Ben Zoyma became Ishgamsu, I don't know. But that's what he means. Any of you have a problem with what Nochem Ishgamsu's reaction? He he turned himself into this invalid. I understand, yeah, because he felt responsible for the death of this of, of, of this Ani. He was giving, he was going to give him. He was a tzaddik, known as a tzaddik. He wasn't Scrooge beforehand. Doesn't it seem that what he was doing was 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 usher to do? Even if you have the power to to bring this type of Yusurin on yourself, the Gemara talks about Rabbi Lozer and Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon by Yochai's son had the ability to bring shechin on his body as well. Every single night, he would bring these yusurim on himself. And, and, and every morning, of course, his wife needed to wrap him in special type of salves and balms in order for him to be able to, to be well enough and to feel strong enough to be involved as a Talmud Chochem. But, but, uh, but he was still walking around, functioning. Again, you know, I, I learned this Gemara when I was 14 years old, I believe, or, or maybe it was, my, it was when I was 13 or 14 years old. I was learning Tainus. I finished it on my own. I was reading the Gemara, and it, it just shocked me. It shocked me. It scared me. It gave me nightmares, this idea of, of a person doing this to himself. And this Gemara is, is what the tour is one of the main sources. The tour says of how careful you have to be. This is what Nochem Gamzu is teaching us. So I, I first wanted to just be oimate on, on this Gemara and its significance. How to understand it. Um, so the, you know, the, the Ben Ishchai in his Sefer, Ben Yoyoda, says that what was going on here was that Nochum 
should have seen that he had bulmos, sort of like bulimia, but it's a type of bulmos, it's a type of, of, of illness that needs immediate attention. He didn't look the ani in the, in the, in the face quick enough. And therefore, the Ben Yishchai says he, he should, as a Talmud Chacham that was well-versed in halacha, have seen and known that the look of this person was not just hunger, but it was the type of extreme hunger that had gotten to his brain that would cause an immediate aneurysm and kill him. And the only way was to get him something sweet into his system right away. And therefore, he could have jumped. He could have he could have jumped down with his with his with his legs, his eyes. In other words, his eyes didn't look into the eyes of the oni, and his and he didn't rip one of the sacks instead of wanting to be so careful and and make sure he gave him the right proportion from the right place. He should have just uh, with bulmus right away. The Gemara says in Gitin had Bulmus, and that's why when he came to the city of Neuvir HaKayhan, we're going to talk about it a little bit later tonight, uh, he ate from the Lechem Aponim because he needed to eat, and it was mutter for him to eat it because it was Pikuach Nefesh, that was the only thing that could be sweet enough to satisfy his his his, his craving, otherwise he would have died. <laughs> there wouldn't have been any Mashiach. So David had the right to eat the Lechem Aponim from from the from the shulchan of the Beis Hamikdash of the Mishkan, Bulmus is a reality, and therefore he didn't notice the Ben Ishchai says. Memela, it, it makes sense that that uh, he was trying to punish himself. Now the Marsha says that Sadikim are able to do this because they recognize the greatness of of the life of Olam Abu. In other words. Sadiqim who know what Oilam Habe is about, they have a right to bring Yisurim upon themselves. In other words, we sort of like, we just pay lip service to the idea of Oilam Habe. And we say, yeah, Oilam Habe, is, everything here is nothing about the Oilam Habe, but we don't know what that means. But Sadiqim know how insignificant this life is. So therefore, the the Einish that was Magiyahim for for not being more involved. Nochemish Gamzu other people can't do that. He could actually bring these things in order to to sort of like have total non-pleasure in this world to sort of turn himself into this invalid in order to stack himself up for the Oinig of Ayvamabo. That's what the Marshal writes. And again I have a a problem with that. Again it's it, 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 it there might be other parallels we can find in the Joshim the Chazal, but it, it does seem does seem quite difficult. Um, you know, it's clear that that there was a sense of of propriety. The fact that the Gemara talks about the three, he mentions Nochemish Gamzu mentions the three Chameirim. Before I get to uh, an interpretation that I found on Shabbos, I want to share with you what was the, uh, just to talk together, really, what was the conversation of the students? What did the students mean? Because they had seen him like this before. So in other words, it's like kids, hey, uh, how'd you get that way? You're such a big sadiq. 
well, how come you, how come you lost all your hands and your, and your feet, and how come well, you, you got boils all over your body? Okay, see. So then he tells the story, and they said, "Oh, oh, do we have to see you like this?" Like, so it, it was like they were disgusted, and then, right? Um, why do they only say that afterwards? So, so the Mefarshim say. It's not that it was oy that they had to see a person who was in such an invalid state. It's that now that they understand that, they say, what about us? <laughs> you did, all right, you were in some way, the inadvertent cause of something that you could have been, you could have been more involved in. But what they were saying was oy to us. That if, if you did this, what about us? Now every we were thinking about all the terrible things that we've done in our life. That's a not not a bad shot. That, like, woe is to us that we have to see you this way and understand why you are this way. Yeah, we, we're thinking about all the the, the the missteps that we've taken our whole lives and ways that we have not been cognizant of other people. And and what can we do in order to to, to realize the punishments that are waiting for us? Is has. For, for a tzaddik means something. It, it it puts in perspective all human suffering, I guess. Is that what you're saying? He, he becomes like a, a symbol of all human yeah. suffering. Yes, and and right. And 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 the recognition that that human suffering isn't because God is cruel, and it's not because there is a, 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 a unloving God. I think no, it's the it's the Mitzrayim syndrome. Uh, Meaning, what's the Mitzrayim syndrome, Richard? That it's a necessary scourging of uh, of our of our neshamas. It's a it's a it's uh -huh. a positive um, cooking process, I guess. Right. So, and and maybe I guess you could say, since he was a, such a tzaddik, this avera was such a pegam. It was it, it was the difference between ultimate perfection and something less, right? Right, which is why we ended up in Mitzrayim because Avraham's small uh, lack of amuna, was... mm -hmm. and therefore, um, which means that you know you you have to have cosmology to really understand, you know, why Nochem should should have lived his life continuously this way. Um, I saw a, a a a I don't know that it's called the Sefer Eirechi Shorim. I'm not sure who the author is, but he suggests, and he goes back to the diuk that I was talking about earlier. Umru I love, they say about him, right? They say on him, right? What do you mean? Is was was it true or not? Umru right? love, they say Anochem Was he blind or wasn't he? So the Ayur wants to say that, and maybe this is. Sort of like a, a watered down version of, but but it, to me it makes more sense that that he took upon himself only to use his eyes for helping other people, and only to use. In other words, he says. In other words, they, it's like his. In other words, he he didn't do anything for himself. In other words, he 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 he, he was he was almost. Like an invalid, but that was a self-imposed state. But not that his legs and that his feet were actually sawed off magically. It's like 
they say on him that he was blind. Of course, well, if you looked at him, if you saw the Godel picture, he didn't look blind. He had hands and feet. But basically he was, he, he refused to use his hands and feet and eyes except for things that were clearly to be goimel chesed to another human being, not for himself. And therefore it's as if he was blind. It's as if he was uh, 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 an invalid. But, and, and again, I think if that is, is, the, is the case, I think it's, 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 it lessens the horror of the story. And I think it, it, I think it's more in line with the messaging that the tour is trying to give us and what ultimately I believe uh, the Tzorba people are doing. Because otherwise it's sort of a, you, you can imagine, you know, here's our Shir learning about Sadoka, and then we have, you know, this, 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 this ultimate story about self-immolation. Um, that's part one of, of tonight. Part two is related to it, and it has to do with what I believe is, 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 is a very unique um, peric of the Rambam. And uh, I'd like to share that with you. This is the 10th peric of Hilchos Matnas Aniyim. So, now we see where the tour is really built. In fact, the tour wrote, although he lived you know, 150 years after the Rambam, he wrote that he built he based many of his principles in Hilchos Stoka on what the Rambam wrote in Hilchos Matnasaniyim. Shatzadoka, so you have to be very careful with Stoka. Shatzadoka Simin with Sadike. Sadaka is a simon to the tzaddikim that they are Avram's children because that's what God said. God said, one of the reasons I chose him because I know he adopted that I know that he will in, in, entrench and in, in, in he will uh, concretize the idea of giving tzaddikim. So when we see Jews giving tzedakah, we realize that is the simon of Avram's children. Now, I want to hedge my bets here. You could say it includes Yishmael as well, possibly, right? Um, but again, that pasuk lamana sher we assume is referring to the to the to the re the regimented life that was Yitzchak and Yaakov's. So that's a simon that, that when, when we do tzedakah, that's the simon that we are indeed Avram's children. Then the Rambam uses very flowery language. It's like the Mashiach won't come. In other words, the kisei Yisroel, the chair, meaning the chair of Mashiach, the throne that represents the partnership of God and humanity, cannot really be, cannot really have a base and having true Torah, the I mean, we have Torah now, but in so many ways it's cracked and broken. We don't get it. So this this combination of the Melech Hamashiach and Torah being strong, what what allows that to happen is Snokin. 
Shenemar bitzdoka tikoinani. Yeshaya says, quote, God tells Yeshaya, if through acts of Tzdoka, I will be, it, it will be created the firm representation of God in the world. So that is what the Rambam says, is the Kisei, Kisei Yisoyim, and the Dos Emes. Again, the Dos Emes represented by the Mashiach, of course, in ways, but also the Das that fills the Sanhedrin Agodo and the Leo Anovi coming, being pushed all the Sveikos, being able to understand what Torah is all about, and, and without any doubts, all of that happens through Tzdokim. And we know that's the Geula. You hear what it says here? People say, "What is the? How will the geula happen? What's 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 the schus that we're looking for for Mashiach to come? The geula that we all get brought back to an Eretz Yisrael that is not under attack." Sadako. The pasuk says in Yeshaya, "Shenemar Sion b'mishpat tipode." The city itself, mishpat demands. That it get restored, but Shaveha, the the people who were meant to live there, the people who are meant to inhabit Eretz Yisrael and Sion and Yerushalayim particularly, that's us. We come back to Eretz Yisrael through Tzedakah. Tzedakah is what not only sends Tzedakah to Eretz Yisrael, but Tzedakah brings us back to Eretz Yisrael. It brings us, restores us. It puts us back into. Our Spatzdaka demands selflessness. No one is ever really damaged from giving Stoka. Shenema, the Pasik in Ishai, the Rambam quotes, Vahoya Maisat Stoka, Sholoim. Sholoim, which is which basically means you have everything you need. It comes through acts of Stoka. Maisat Stoka brings Sholoim. And that's Shalom in you, in your individual family, in your community. And believe me, if you have Rachmanis, when you need it, people have Rachmanis on you. The Rambam quotes the Pasuk by Iranidachas, that after they killed out all the Iranidachas that they had to slaughter the whole city, God gives them an injection of Rachamim. And now that we live with Rachamim, people have Rachmanus on us. If you display Rachamim, you get back Rachamim. And you get more. The call me Shahu Achzori. If you see a person is cruel and he doesn't respond to help someone else, you have to worry that maybe he's not a Jew. Cruelty is a nature by the non-Jews. Now, again, you know that in, I am not a uh, a a, uh, a a cover upper. <laughs> Right? I, I'll, I'll read it to you. This is what he says. It's not a political statement. But he says, if you want to know where cruelty is, 
you're going to find it more in the in the Gentile world, the non-Jewish world, the other nations. If you have cruel Jews, you have to wonder: is there something wrong with their DNA? There's something wrong there. They're not. You don't stay away from them. The Rambam says. Now the Rambam quotes an incredible possibility. He makes this 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 very strong statement. The Rambam talks, this is a, a nevuah in Yirmiya about what's going to happen to Bovel. That Bovel is going to be knocked out. There's going to be some other super nation that's going to come and, 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 and wipe it out like Joe Lewis wiped out the people that, 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 that they brought up to, for him to fight in the ring with. Right? Like the Globetrotters used to knock out the Washington Generals. But much worse. Let's make nothing out of it. They're going to destroy them. And that, and Bubble needs to know that, that that other nation that's going to come, don't think you're going to get anything from that nation. That nation is, is a, an achzer nation. So again, it's interesting. The Rambam, the Gemara, is only, the Pasuk is only talking about one specific nation that God will give power to in the future. But the Rambam seems to use that Pasuk to make a generality about the non-Jewish world. Now, this seems to be the Shita Sarambam in other places as well. Um, the Rambam, um, Rav Chaim Kanyevsky uh, quotes the Rambam in Hilchas Yisurei if you have someone who is is, is arrogant, vachzorius, and with the arrogance is cruelty, cruel arrogance, v'soyneis abrios, and hates people, hates life, hates others, ve'ino gaimlem chesed and won't do chesed to them, chayshishon lebiyosel. You have to be worried and not get involved with that person as a shidduch. Boy or girl. Shema Maybe he is a descendant. He doesn't say uh, he's, that, that, that he comes from non-Jews. Many of us come from non-Jews. Right? Many of our, our skin color often tells us our our hair, our other features. We know we've been involved with the Khazars and others, other nations, other Gerit Sedek. But here he's, the Rambam has the, the great halachist is saying there's a special type of achzer that's the givoni. Givoni is a special type of achzer coming from those nations, that nation known as the givoni, the ones who fooled Yahushua, the ones who were part of the Shiva Amin, who lied about who their identity was in order to secure. A, a treaty. By the way, that is a very important principle. This uh, is used by halachists, that treaty, to justify Geneva Convention and other things which might run counter to other elements of Jewish law and war. But the Givainim were promised that they would be able to stay in Eretz Yisrael. And of course, they were Yoshua. Uh, uh, said, all right, I'm going to give, we'll give you a job 
we're going to accept you as 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 converts, but they only married within themselves. And they had a secondary role. They were uh, they were part of a caste system where again it was not such a terrible job, but they were the ones that were mostly involved with the kayhanim. Um, but not only the kayhanim, they they gave wood and water, uh, they did menial labor, and I assume that they also were given free food and others in order to do that labor. They 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 were paid. There was a, in a way the the there was a the treasury that kept the mishkan going and kept the would have kept the base hamikdash going. The idea was that would be something that would provide for the givonim as well. So in a way, they sort of were connected to holy things, but they were definitely they never uh, they they had a status, and we'll see that status changes. But eventually, the status was basically the status of, a, of an Evid. But the Raman doesn't say, the Raman says specifically that it, it comes from them. The Raman says, Simone Umak Deisha, the Simonim of, of our Um is by Shonim, Rachmonim, Vegaymei Chasodim. That's who we are. By the Givainim, it says, Va Givainim, Leibibne Yisrael Heima. Now, the Rambam proves from that Pulsic that they, now we know that, that they weren't from B'nai Yisrael. But the Rambam says, because this was arrogance and a lack of Rahmanis, the Nispaisu, the Rihamu al They could have, in a way, as, as the Gemara says, that there was a terrible famine for three years in the time of David Amelech, before the Merida of Absalom. And it was only through the Kayach of the Urim Vitumim that they were able to figure out what was the reason why this famine had lasted for three years. And it had to do with the fact that the Pasuk says that it had to do with Shol Ubeis Adomim, Asher Heimeses Agivoinim. Shaul and his 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 malchus of blood, his base domin that caused the Givainim to die. And therefore the Givainim, now we know the Chazal tell us, I mean the, we know Shaul's involvement with the Givainim was that he killed out the city of Naiv. I mentioned before, if you remember about David being Nechaz Bibulmis. Well, eventually they discovered Shoal discovered you know, David with it, who was a public enemy number one. It was discovered that he had taken refuge in Noiv, had, had, had taken Goliath's sword, had eaten the Lechem upon him, and was helped by the Kayan Godel. Who didn't know about the palace intrigue? And because of that, um, based on what his his advisor Doyek had said, Shoal killed out the city of Noiv. He killed all those Kohanim. He felt they all were in cahoots and league with David, that they knew about the intrigue, that they were in, in order to to show the world and as, as an outgrowth of his anger, 
his his sense that the of 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 being overturned, of 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 overturning the Malchus. He was willing to kill out that whole city. But what did that have to do with with the Givoinim? So um Rashi in 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 Shmuel says, you can see it up here on the board. There were seven Givoinim that were also killed at the time. So they had two menial workers and a, an overworker, a shamish, a chazan, who was also you know, not a baltfilo, but someone who was looking to make sure everything was all right, and a person who was the, the bookkeeper. Those seven were killed. Where does this come from? The Rashi quotes the Yershalmi in Sanhedrin. So, and, and those were the seven, the, the seven descendants of Shoal. That's what happened. They needed to be hung up. And and Hashemesh, and, and, they had to die from you know, the, who knows from exposure and all the other terrible things that occur when this when that happens. Rashi then quotes Argamar in Yevonis that says, In other words, basically they it's not that he killed the Givoinim. But the Givoinim didn't have Parnosa anymore. Their main Parnosa was not to run around and give wood to the average Jew, but to provide it for the Kohanim who basically did no work. And that's who that and, and they in and they in uh in barter would get muslin, would get food, would get funds. And therefore they that chain was 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 stamped out. So what were they supposed to it was, it was a source of great parnosa for them. So the Pusik gives Shaul similar to Nochamish Gamsu, that's as if he killed all those Givainim. Vayomer Aleyan, David said to them, again, you look at the Pusik, Vayikra, a, a royal call, Vayomer, which is a Russian Raka. It's like he, he spoke to them in a kind way. And he said, look, let's try to make this work out. Look, it was terrible what happened. Shoal is dead. Let's put this behind us. The Jewish people have suffered for three years. Maybe there's something you can say and say you forgive Shoal. You understand that he, what he had done, whether it was seven of yours, whether it was the fact that you didn't have Parnosa, but they weren't. Why? They come from the Emoirim, but they are a section of the Emoirim that normally Gerus can crack, but it couldn't crack them. It couldn't crack them. 
Geirus can sometimes crack. Now we know Amin and Moyev, they can be Megayer, but again, it doesn't crack them. We don't, we, it's also to be Meschatim with them. With the Givainim also. And that's what Rashi quotes based on the Gemara and Yavonis, which the Rambam is basing himself on here too. They had been Gairam for generations. How could it still be there within them? In other words, obviously they should have been, they should have died. There was again, what could have been the Aitzis here? They could have been Makabal Zion Mitzvahs and lived, uh, according to the Rambam, as Gary. Toisha of Eretz Yisrael, but they didn't. Even the Zion Amim, according to the Rambam, it's a machlekes, the Rambam and other Rishonim, but according to the Rambam, even the Zion Amim had a choice to make themselves like the Givainim up front, the Makabal Zion Mitzis, and they could have stayed. The Givainim lied about it. They really should have been killed, but because of the treaty, they weren't. But you might have said that maybe they could be Megayer. And Geirus has a way of bringing out, we gave the Kusims a, a, a long time to, 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 to show that, to, to become, to be taught, to be brought out. It's not all racial. There's something about nurture that can bring out the beauty of a soul. Chazal is saying that no, they they that even though Avram is the Av of everyone, if a person shows cruelty in such a way, that means they're not really connected to Avram Avinu, and therefore they shouldn't be part of Klal Yisrael. That's why David said that, that they have a din of Avod in Mamish; they can't be part of Klal Yisrael. So. That is what the Rambam is based on and, and, and in Hilchas Yisuribi and the Rambam Mayas. So if you see somebody who has that cruelty, you you have to stay away from that person because somehow the Geiris process do, doesn't work. There's certain people that have, who have this, that is the, the as the Malbim says, you mischashvim ki mamitian. You, you could come from other nations, but the process of con of conversion and other things and nurture and learning, you become a you become a true gear. And if you become a true gear, you would be mishtatef bitsaratzibur. You would realize the, the pain that we've gone through. And you would realize that you, we need to move on. They didn't have that. And therefore, as, as the Rambam Paskins, therefore, that anyone who is similar in that way, you have to be chayshish that, that he is from the Givainim, and, 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 and that could somehow poison any, any marriage or any relationship, and you should stay away. Um, there's another Rambam in Hilchas Avodim, where the Rambam again said indentured servitude. However, as the Rambam points out, 
that even though you could have your indentured servant work pretty hard for you, um, you cannot work him in a cruel fashion. In other words, I'm sorry, that you can work him in a way that could be considered cruel, but that's not what you should do. The Midas Hasidus and Darke Achochma is that you should be a Rachman and Rated Tzedek. And even though he's your Eved, you shouldn't be cruel and push the person. And you should try to recognize him as a, as a human being. Shouldn't embarrass him. And just show cruelty because he's your slave. And again, the Rambam writes that cruelty and that type of arrogance and in not caring about another person is what you have. Look at this Rambam. Now again, the Gemara Nyavama says even a, a Jew, even a non-Jew who gets a bris is considered an Aurel. In other words, Aurel is 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 anyone who's not part of the Bnei Bris of the Bris Mila of Avram Avinu. But um, again, the words <laughs> indicate the people. It could be Christians, you know, the Muslims, of course, also many of them do go through a circumcision. Avolzaro shel Avram Avinu, behem Yisrael sheshpila makadosh baruch hu tayvas atayra betzivah bechukim mishpatim tzadikim rachmanim emalako. In other words, Zeresh uh, Avram, as again, as he says in Hilchus Matnasaniyim, the same thing. We are the Zerah of Avram that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us the ultimate Teva of Teira, not necessarily the Ishmaelim, who are also Avram's children. We are Rachman Malako. Now, when it comes to Hilchus Tzedakah, the Rambam writes, the whole Yisrael. This is back in Matnasaniyim. Vanil Valeim Ka'achimhe. There's a Pasuk in Parshas Re'eh that you're all familiar with, but this is a this is a original pshat of the Rambam and the Pasuk. The simple pshat is that it says that you shouldn't, because we're bonim to God, that we can't be overwhelmed by pain and tragedy when someone is has died. And we can't rip our bodies, rip our clothes, rip our bodies and tear into our hair and, and, and make wounds in ourselves. The Rambam says, you know what it says, Bonim Hashem? Bonim is all Klal Yisrael v'hanil v'aleya. Now, does that mean the Geri Tzedek, the Geri, the Geri uh, Toishov, others who are part of them, Nilva, it's Klal Yisrael and the ones that are connected, they're all brothers. That's what it says, children of God. God doesn't, God's not a father, but we are all bonim. In other words, the same way we understand the music of a father having children, they're all brothers. We are all brothers together. Who is, if a brother's not going to Rachmanis, another brother, who have Rachmanis? So when you see someone who needs, that's your brother there. Bonimaten, you are. We're all brothers together. 
He says, Who do you think the Jewish Aniyim are looking towards? Then the Rambam asks, You think they're looking to the to the non-Jews? The non-Jews hate them. The non-Jews hate the Jews. They've been constantly uh, our oppressors. So you think that's who the, the we should look to? Jewish eyes are turned to other Jews, not, not to other nations. And therefore, when you see someone who, who's in need, of course, that's your brother, your mechuyev, to be involved. If you give your tzedakah, a saver upon him, royus, if you, you feel like you really don't want to do it. You 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 feel embarrassed, and that's why you're doing it, and you really wouldn't want to. And it's almost like you're not looking at the other person. It's like your face is buried in the ground. Even if you've given a tremendous check, a thousand gold pieces, the Ramam says, It's like you had a chance. You had a chance to do it, like Nochamish Gamzu, and you lost it. Even though the, there's money in that guy's pocket, but you don't have the you don't have that schusat because you felt terrible about it. You 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 were upset in yourself that you that you have to give that money away. When you give it, you should appear happy and internally, as I said on Friday night. You should internally be besimcha over the fact that you were giving this money. You should be besimcha, despite the fact that uh, the bite it takes out of, of, of your savings. And more than that, take the time to, to, to feel his hurt. He's got a reason why he's asking for money. He lost his house. He's got medical bills for his wife and children, whatever it is. It's terrible. Share his pain. Be misoinen with him. Let him tell you how much it hurts. Let Show him that it hurts you. And he quotes the Pasuk in Eliv, where Eliv justifies himself. And we know Eliv was a tzaddik. I know what I did. I cried for a person who was having a difficult day. My soul was in pain for someone in need. And then, don't just cry with him. But then after you finish crying, tell him something positive. Tell him something that could maybe feel about life being better. Eoy was able to do it. We need to be able to do it for every poor person. Okay, I'll write you a check. Goodbye. No, no. Let him tell you your story. And then share his pain. And then honestly try to uplift his spirits because you've shown a connection. Ramam says, even if you don't have, 
to him. Explain to him that you don't have the money. Say, I, I can give you. Use your words. The Rambam says very, again, it's unusual. All his language here is so unusual for this jurist, this halachist. But you see his ethical, how strong his ethical uh, preachings was. It's terrible if someone through his interaction causes this poor person to be embarrassed. The Rambam repeats it. Oy, oy, the Rambam repeats, oy. If I told you it was the Rabbeinu Yoda, he was, okay, yeah. <laughs> if I told you it was the Balchemtov, yeah. The Rambam, oy, twice. Eliyilei Ka'av. He's your brother. Now he's your son. Be like a father to him. Bein Berachamin whether it's what you can give him, or the words that you say. And he quotes again, That's what we all have to be. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take a moment to share this or any of the many episodes available on our platform with friends in order to help grow our community. Until next time, Shalom. Shalom.